Well, apparently we have uh, some special listeners from Las Vegas that wanted to send a shout out to Joe Tath again. Oh, that's, that's yeah. pretty cool, man. So he sent a little short song that apparently he's singing right. in Vegas right now. Oh, man, that's awesome. Uh, about Joe Tath, and so uh, we got a little copy of it. <laughs> All right. Let's, a little preview. Let's, here. Well, let's have a listen. Opportunity to sing at the podcast Starlight Lounge today. Is, is Ziggy Soprano. Ziggy Soprano. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Joe Tath. Oh. Jump and run and play. Yeah, that's good. It's a new it, day. Hmm. Joe Tath here's to leave. Is he at the Starlight Lounge? Starlight Lounge? I think you said, yeah. Oh, that's, re- that's really cool. Kind of got that Elvis LeBegas vibes, but it also yeah. has a little bit of Louis Armstrong feel to it, too. I think, it's, uh, I think it could be good. That's my oh, yeah. friend. He's pretty big. Mr. Joe Tath. I guess he's making a comeback right now. Up your shoes If he keeps on rolling I guess it's going to be a big comeback Yeah With Joe Tapp You're in the groove oh, That's good I like that From the basketball court to the track mm-hmm. He's a coach who's got your back Making fitness sports so much fun He's Mr. Joe Wow, that was good. That was very good. You have found us. More podcast where we want you to know God more deeply. Find lasting freedom. Discover your destiny and make an eternal difference. Now. Well, welcome to this week's podcast. This is kind of exciting for us in the podcast studios because uh, our long lost leader has come back from the great beyond. That's not for the shepherd. We had a lot of theories going on, a lot of conspiracy theories. What was happening? There's quite oh, a I few. Imagine. Yeah, I imagine. I imagine that, that was the theory. longest uh, continuous break that I've ever had in 37 years of serving here at Harbor Light. So, so it was like, what was it, four weeks? It was four weeks. Four yes. weeks. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And we we somebody wrote in and said they thought you were in Narnia. I, I don't yeah, know. That, that was that was one of my <laughs> yeah, favorite. Ones. That was the favorite one that came in with a tweet. We're not sure what happened there. Well, welcome to this week's podcast. Uh, do you wonder why you take the time each week to listen to more podcasts? Well, I'll tell you why. More stands for maximizing opportunities for right now and eternity. So stop asking why you listen. Just never forget to listen and pass it on. Well, this podcast episode was brought to you by Roast Beef Bath Bomb. Have you ever wondered what a, an Arby's sandwich feels like when you dip it into the au jus sauce? Well, find out by dipping yourself into this delightful roast beef both bath soak. By the time you get out of the tub, you'll be the talk of the town, and you'll probably be craving a French dip sandwich, roast beef bath balm from Amazon. Type in the promo code Sauce and get an additional 0.01% off of your total order. And uh, you know what? You can just thank us for that when you get your first order. That sounds pretty good. That, you know what? I'm a meteor guy, so now I can smell like one, too. <laughs> <laughs> there are times, you know, I think I've heard people say, like, when you eat too much meat, it comes out. Like garlic, you know. It does sometimes. Dep- I, it depends you, on what you eat, though. Right. Well, I don't know. I just This would be kind of nice because you could walk around and, well, you'd be hungry all day. I don't know about you, but I'd be hungry, hungry, yeah. hungry. Well, here to help me with your weekly dose of uh, more goodness, the only man who could trip over a wireless internet connection and still be the smartest man in the room, Michael Britton. Hello! Yes. That happened this there morning and yesterday. <laughs> Twice in one week. And also back in the hot seat for for forever, uh, Pastor Gary, the only man who could turn a game of bingo into a soul-saving revival, Pastor Gary. Woohoo! Yes. Whoop. All right. And, of course, sitting across the table from me, the man with all the buttons, knobs, talent, and voices to go with it. The man who invented breakfast gravy for your pancakes, <laughs> Alex Nutty. Yeah, breakfast yeah. gravy. That's a meal of champions right there. Oh, absolutely. And you know, every time I go to the doctor, I don't have any problems with my cholesterol. I'm just saying. I think it's the gravy. There People tell go. me you eat that much bacon, you're gonna have problems. I don't have problems. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. The Lord bless me with great veins. I don't have any cholesterol problems. Well, we got some uh, <laughs> tweets here that have come in. Uh, uh, on the line while we were talking here. Uh, Pastor Matt's sermon on Samson had more hair references than a shampoo commercial. Ba-boom. Mm. Uh, by Biblical Ooh. Lock Sermon Sundays. Um, 
Uh, who knew? These are all, apparently, they're still talking about Samson's sermon. Who knew a sermon on Samson could include lessons on hair care and spiritual strength? Um, yeah, that's true. Only that's Pastor a two-in-one. Yeah, that's a two-in-one there. Uh, oh, this is one reference to your question uh, from last week. Huh? Uh, Solomon. Uh, Solomon with 700 wives. Yeah. The, the man who truly understood happy wife, happy <laughs> life times 700. Mm-hmm. Yes. Power we talked about 700. that. Yes, we did. Yeah, that was, uh, that'd be uh, a very difficult oh, thing to gosh. How is that possible? Did it, you ever have that kid's book where he gets up in the morning and kisses every wife and then takes a lunch break yeah. and starts kissing them <laughs> good night? Is this a Bible <laughs> book? Like, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a children's yeah, book. It was a children's book. Really? Yeah. yeah. So he'd kiss all, all 700 of them, yeah. and take a lunch break, and then get started for the evening kiss good night. There was 700 pages to this yeah. children's book. <laughs> yeah, seven. <laughs> One page for each wife. The illustrator was working really hard to make sure this worked out way. It's like, yeah. man, wife number 435 looks just like wife number 623. Yeah. Damn, keep it in. Kids won't notice. They, they won't notice any different. We're going to take an idea break and be right back. Come on, more podcast coming to you right now. Whoop, whoop. Spreading Bible knowledge everywhere from Genesis to Revelations. We dive deep into divine conversation with each verse. A lesson to unearth ancient words given new birth. In our podcast, scriptures come alive, guiding souls, helping spirits to thrive. We tackle parables, prophets, and psalms, finding peace and healing in their calming bombs. Through the stories of old truths unfold. In our voices, they sacred tales untold. The gap from then to now, seeking wisdom to its depths, we bow in every episode. A spiritual load, lightening the path on this holy road. With respect and reverence, we explore the Bible's riches, its profound lore. In this audio journey, faith is sown. In the hearts of listeners, seeds are grown. Yep, yep. That's more coming at you. Well, we've got uh, some more. I got to tell you, a lot has happened since I left. We, yeah, that, we did. That was a pretty amazing. <laughs> that was an awesome one. We did added that. We got oh, we got a whole new thing. Wow. for it. You're going to be surprised by a lot of wow. things today. Yeah. Now I was out of you know cell phone coverage and internet connection, yeah. so I, I'm in, in the dark for a month now. <laughs> so that lot. was uh, that yeah, was well, DJ Lil Nort. Lil Nort. Okay. Uh, yeah, he uh, makes his appearance every now and then. It's a pretty cool guy. Uh, okay, so yes, it uh, Detroit Lions. We got to talk about the Detroit Lions again. It was uh, shall we? Yeah. Uh, it was, it, the, oh, I should start it. The Detroit Lions. The even Detroit Lions. I want to be like Detroit Lions. It wasn't that great. Um, it wasn't pretty, but the Lions found a way to close the door on the Saints. Come back to escape with a 33-28 win. The Lions gave the ball back to the Saints for a potential go-ahead drive with six minutes left, but. Uh, Jemise uh, Winston um, couldn't lead another touchdown drive and had the Saints had to punt. It didn't get him close to a win. Detroit ran the final three minutes off the clock to escape New Orleans with the win despite being outscored 21-9 to in the second half. That was difficult to watch. The first three quarters were so awesome and then, gosh, gosh. I don't know what happened. Really don't. But Goodness. did you get to watch anything like that? I, I did watch a little of that, the end of that game. Yeah. And um, and I listened to the Michigan game on the um, ESPN radio on the way home in the truck. Yeah. Michigan-Alabama yeah. game? Or? Yeah. Who won well, it was No, it wasn't Michigan-Alabama. It was oh, Michigan-Iowa. I was going to say, did that happen already? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Michigan-Iowa. He's prophetically speaking that right, right now. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Michigan is going to win that game. Go, boo! That may, that'd make Ted happy. That, that kind of hurt for me to say because I'm a Spartans fan, but... Yeah, you know, then, I want him to win. Yeah, yeah. but I did, that I did also listen to the Alabama-Georgia um, Georgia game. game. That yeah. was really exciting, going oh, right yeah. down to the very end. So, I did uh, show uh, Pastor Ted some Michigan Crocs that I found for him mm -hmm. that he could wear. Okay. Apparently, he's not buying it. I just said, what? you know, just put it on your Christmas list. You never know who's going to get it for you. Amazon wish list, people. Either your kids would love to get you something special like that. Mm -hmm. I want to take an ID break. There's more to say. Get your feet moving. Get up from your office desk and start jiggling it. Yes, let's do this. You're on the more podcast. We'll be right back. All right, we got some uh, more tweets of. <laughs> 
Um, can you can can you take a couple of these things and send it over to the Harbor Light Christian School um, Sports Department and have them play these at like halftime and stuff? They need to, as an yeah. as an advertisement for the more podcasts. We should. Yeah. That'd be fun. Do yeah. that. I don't know. I, they they told me last time that they have problems with their equipment. They don't know if they can get it on there. Like the sound equipment? Yeah, because they well they had me record. A bunch of stuff for the people that pay, you know, that sponsors financially. Yeah. Right. And they weren't able to get any of that stuff on there. So I don't know. Huh. Let's uh, work on it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'll talk to somebody. Yeah. All right. We've got a couple other tweets here. Oh, here, here's one for uh, Pastor Gary. Pastor Gary's angel sermon. Uh, they're watching over us, so let's keep it interesting for them. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's coming from Heavenly Audience, Divine Entertainment. Um, Breaking More Podcast just released an episode on how to speak to your houseplants. Finally, my friend and I can have mm. a proper chat. We talked about that last we week. We did talk about we? that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys, did you play the Audio Adrenaline song? We did not. Plant oh, man. Oh, my God. No, goodness. we did not. But Do you we want me to ta- look that up for you right now? Yeah, look it up. Yeah, that'd be All great. Right. But we did talk to um, um, Pastor Matt when he was in here, and yeah. he talks to his plants. And then you have Liberace. And- I do have Liberace, which I started singing a little bit of opera, you know, a little Nash in the door, <laughs> You know, a little bit of like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> so does it like. Does it like that? Does it like that kind of music? I mean, it's kind of started turning its back on me, but you just got to sing it better. You just got to kisses are weird. Show your daughter how much you love her with this beautiful <laughs> gift. Is this it? No, this is not it. This <laughs> is the oops. Um, I can't. The show is not sponsored by yeah. whatever gift. This is a beautiful gift. Arctic Angel. Arctic Angel. Okay. No, but I do have the song ready to go now. All right, play. Here we go. Let's start off. Hi, this is Steve from K-Jazz. Welcome to Java the Hunt. Tonight we got a special guest, a young man from... Uh, he's playing a new song. Here we go. Thanks, Moose Steve. Hey, uh, this is a, a song about a book I read once. This is audio drama? Yeah, so-called yeah. Inherent Evils. You don't remember this? Uh-uh. One of my favorite songs. About it. Uh, I guess I'd just like to thanks for... Uh, thank you all for letting me come out and sing this song tonight. Here goes. Once I read a book... This is what it said. If your music has a beat, then you're gonna wind up dead. It doesn't really matter if it's Christian or not. If it's syncopated rhythm, then your soul is gonna rot. And this book was called Ha, You're Gonna Burn. It's <laughs> the second chapter. I went on to learn. Take your house plants and put them to the test. Set them both in front of speakers and let the music do the rest. <laughs> The second one you play that Petra on that Megadeth Doesn't really matter what kind of rock it is So I took my two house plants and I put them to the test Set them both in front of speakers to let the music do the rest I powered up my pioneers to let the music roar But 20 minutes later someone's knocking at my door my door and there my neighbor stood he said man i'd like to get some sleep if you think i could i said man can't you see here i've got this moral dilemma that i've got to get clear he said what kind of moral dilemma could you have at this time of night that could make me so angry that i just want to fight Sorry. So I pointed to the page in that open book. <laughs> Sorry. That had a Sorry. picture of a potted plant. And I said, go have a look. And he read, take two house plants and put them to the test. I've never so heard this. Really? Yeah. Here's another music for the rest. First one you play Mozart or something lovely like that. The second one you play that Petra on Megadeth. Petra? It doesn't really matter what kind of rock it is. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna have rock, yeah, Petra. Yeah. That <laughs> is it just clicked. Dang it. Dang it. It's quite the comparison between Petra and Megadeth. So I took my two house plants and I put them both back outside. And me and my neighbor, well, we went out for a drive. We talked about all the things that really matter most. Like life and love and happiness and then the Holy Ghost. Uh, this must have been like an early one, right? Yeah, it was. It was oh, in their uh, underdog 
album. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it's, you know, the gist is uh, instead of running plant tests, you should be talking to your neighbor about Jesus instead of worrying about Oh, okay. Got, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, um, well, what we learned uh, from the last podcast was that uh, Pastor Matt does regularly talk to his plants. Okay. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't play music. He just talks to them because he doesn't really, I mean, he listens to that lo-fi music, which doesn't put yeah. anything to sleep. True. Yeah. He's got like a whole praise album playlist of yeah. lo-fi that just, I, I'm walking there and I'm like, I'm falling asleep to it. Because yeah. it's like that, you know, a little beat kind of thing. I don't know. It's kind of like that. Dental music, <laughs> yeah, right. Just, you know, when you, whenever you walk into a dentist's office, I always wanted to sleep when I was right. Kid. We're going to put this mask weird. on you right now and just relax. Elevator <laughs> music's top one hundred hits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I've always told my dentist though: if you just put a TV up and over my head, so I could just watch something while you're doing the work, I, they would, that would calm me down so much. Why do they try to have a conversation when you have all of the stuff in your mouth and right. you can't answer them? You can't. I mean, how are you going to say it? Yeah. <laughs> and they act like they know what you're talking about. And it's like, no, I didn't. No. I didn't say oh, really? Oh, that's where you, okay. That's I don't cool. even have a dog. Why do you, where'd you get that from? <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's take an ID break. All right. Are you ready for more podcasts? Here we go. With your hosts, Pastor Alex Norton, Pastor Gary Mintel, and your good old buddy, Optimus Prime. Autobots roll out. All right, so uh, we've got, you know, we've been trying to help you out through the holiday season, Christmas, to make sure that you do it right. You know, we gave you some Thanksgiving tips. We gave you, last week, you talked about songs. Mm-hmm. They should never play anymore. They should be taken off the list. They're right. based on a poll that came out. And now we have, from one of the major food magazines, they put out a poll of desserts that should never be ever given out again or made. They should be forgotten and to, to history and time and uh, some of these you might know i'm intrigued some of them some of them i've never heard before but apparently somewhere in america somebody has thought this to be a good thing i bet you there's something german on that list uh i think there yeah i think there might be yeah uh okay so the first the first uh item on the list obviously i'm sure you probably know what it is what do you think it is uh candy corn no really F- fruitcake oh yeah, yeah, yeah fruitcake yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, fruitcake uh, in its original form is made with dried fruit, spices, and nuts, and 12, under, 12 other secret ingredients, uh, which includes some sort of uh, liqueur that you liqueur. use. Liqueur. If you get um, a fruitcake now, yeah. that person is mad at you. Right, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. It's like a it's slap not a in the gift. face. Right. It's basically a slap yeah. in the face at this right. point. Right. It's, it's onside. I think I'd rather get cold because you can actually burn it and <laughs> yeah, you know, get something out you of put it. it well, you might be able to burn the fruit. I think it really. might be yeah. one of those, it's you know, true. like starter logs for your fireplace. Yeah, there you go. My yeah. mom and dad, when they would get a, a Swiss can- a Swiss colony or whatever it's called. Swiss cake roll? No, the Swiss colony <laughs> baskets or whatever. Oh, yeah, they'd yeah, always yeah, have a fruitcake in there. And literally the fruitcake would last an entire, we would forget about it. And it'd still be just the same way it came when it originally came, like the whole twelve months ago. Hard as a run, yeah. And uh, yeah, I tried it one time, and I was like, "It was the last time." I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it was the gastrointestinal first issues. Time. I don't know. It was not good. Uh, okay, here's another one. Uh, I'm, I might not be saying this right, but apparently, it is a real item according to this magazine. Uh, Panettone bread. Panettone bread. Have you ever heard of that before? Panettone bread. Panettone bread. I don't know. I'm pretty sure Lucy Cave. She's listening. She's gonna. She, can help me figure this out. Pantone bread, which is a Melanese dessert bread, which that's what they say. This is a dessert bread that they used during the holiday seasons, Christmas and whatever holidays they were they had there. Um, but it's not actually a dessert because it doesn't contain any sweet anything whatsoever. I was gonna say it actually like has sweet? a lot of salt in it. It almost sounded like you said mayonnaise bread. That's yeah, <laughs> that's what it could be. It's uh, Melanese. Melanese dessert, uh, yeah, French. it doesn't qualify. It qualifies a dessert to the Melanese, whoever they are, but it is not a dessert item, and it should not be put in the dessert bracket. But apparently, they keep doing it. Um, people have tried it, said that it's probably the most saltiest bread they've tasted. They actually put raisins in it, but doesn't help anything. It's uh, actually kind of gross when you have raisins and salt bread together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, would you eat it? No. Mike, I mean, absolutely. I eat a lot of things. I, that's what I was going to say. I mean, Mikey, that eat is, Mikey likes everything. Well, <laughs> yeah, but not that. <laughs> but not that. I like well, a lot of things, but don't like that. You're not going to eat that. Okay. Well, uh, here's one. I'm sure you've heard of this before. Plum pudding, right? Yeah. It was made popular by the Dickens stories. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, apparently, uh, nobody really considered that, you know, eating a bowl full of laxative was a good thing on a holiday. Are you kidding me? How else are you going to clear out your intestines? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, why would you do that to yourself like, on a holiday season? Okay, if you're going to get get rid of plum pudding, you might as well get rid of Metamucil. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here's, this here's show the show is to you by <laughs> Betamuse will help you live your life better. Um, Smooth. Let's think about the historical context of this, yeah. right? Yeah. Because Dickens wrote during a period of time when indoor toilets were not a thing. <laughs> but yet, this was the most popular item for a holiday season, you know, get together. I, I just don't know. The, the, the only thing that comes to mind whenever you say that is that Wind Rose song, Digging a Hole. <laughs> I'm a dwarf and I'm digging a hole. <laughs> Diggy, diggy hole. <laughs> so apparently uh, this has been evolved into like a bread pudding. Um, now people don't do the original uh, plum pudding. But you know what's interesting is that it actually dates back to uh, Ireland. And they actually would add not only plums, but a gravy and some Whiskey. other kind of herb to it. And that's the way it just sounds disgusting. Well, to be honest, I'd rather have a plum pudding than a blood pudding. Yeah. You know what a blood pudding is? Yeah, I do. Okay. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgusting, people. <laughs> do they? Google. Google have it. you had that in your family? Blood pudding? Yeah. No. Okay. I just know what it what it is. And I'm, no. Did you know this guy knows like really interesting facts about things that you have never thought of before? Do you know? What is it? Scotland? I mean, yeah. Do you know the national anthem of Scotland? Not, uh, Our not, national not, animal. The animal. national animal of Scotland. Hmm. I know the flag has a lion on it but i'm not too sure what we got it's a unicorn yeah it's a unicorn the, a mythical Real. beast yep to go is... with the leprechaun <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, that's their cousins the irish we had okay. we didn't believe it when he said it we looked it up amy and i were in here and we looked it yeah. up and it is the true thing they have an actual actual unicorn it's on an actual flag, unicorn. And they believe it. now yeah. this is this is obviously coming from the people who eat haggis mm. okay that's so, so far everything you've talked about yeah i don't think it has origin in the u.s because we all have our wits about us yeah right, right. we're not gonna eat that <laughs> stuff, people right. are eating haggis right and which is a sheep's stomach uh filled with oh, other entrails oh okay? that's with haggis. the heart the liver and the lungs all ground up with oatmeal mm-hmm. and onions and stuffed inside the stomach and then cooked and then you so so far your desserts are yeah. coming from this <laughs> this region. part of the world yeah yeah um, here, it seems delicious to me <laughs> And you're, you know, we got Michael Britton here from the Brits, right? Yeah, so right, yeah. He's oh, eating I, this. That's the reason he knows all about Blood this. pudding and that's everything true. else, yeah. But also, you remember the Celtic shop down there? Yeah. Yeah, they had canned haggis in there. Did they? They Oh, they did. I almost bought it and was going to try it, but I was like, oh, you know what? It's gosh. canned. I'm not trusting it. Right. Don't I wouldn't ever touch it. There I would go. not So you it. take something awful and then you can it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And the then only, everybody's like, mm, that's good. That's the only really thing canned that I trust is tuna fish and Campbell's soup. I've been yeah. known to tackle a can of beans every now and then. beans. Oh, well, you yeah. know, some chili. When some Amy's gone chili. overseas somewhere, corn, you know, oh, yeah, pork and beans. All right, here's another one. Uh, you guys remember the Lifesavers Christmas books that you get sometimes from like um, the, like it wasn't the Dollar General then, but like a Woolworth or something like that? No one remember? No, no I don't remember. Apparently, no. I had a very, <laughs> really bad childhood <laughs> because I get those from my relatives. All. It's a book. They open it up. It's got a bunch of lightsabers in it, okay. but they're not the good ones. They're like lime flavored, lemon. The like collectors, the, oh, the collectors oh. edition. Yeah, it's like the worst of the worst I have lightsabers. A, I have a grandson right now who's collecting coins, and I gave him my little blue book that has all of the coins. In oh there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm picturing a kid opening his lightsaber book. <laughs> and he's like, "Look, I have the 1943, you know, know. cream of uh, tartar. Um, <laughs> no, it's so bad. It's, cream it's of kind tartar of like the, lightsaber. I'm like, why would you give this to a kid? Nobody wanted them." Because it's funny for the parents. Mm. It's kind of like when your parent, your parents said, "Here, here's a jelly bean," and it's a booger flavored one. <laughs> <laughs> Did they do that to you, Michael? Be I honest. I don't know about the statute of limitations will affect my parents. Or not, <laughs> you can confess. Pastor, Pastor Matt did it. Pastor <laughs> Matt's had lots of youth games yeah. where they had those. Oh flavored. yeah. Oh, we heard about them last yeah. week. Oh, you yeah. should probably listen to the Old podcast. Socks. From, yeah. Uh, yeah. The podcast from last week. You should. Might, you Dark. might want to listen to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good one. It was real good. It was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, okay, here's the last one. Uh, this one I think definitely should be banned. I can't believe they ever made this. Was cherry candy canes? What? You don't like those? No. What's wrong with Why that? Not? They're just not normal. Peppermint is the only candy cane that should be sold during Christmas. You need to expand your horizons. Sometimes friend. change isn't a good thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well, this is on their list. 
I agree with them. I declare a taste bud celebration inside of your mouth right now. You need, <laughs> you need more. You need amen, more. Amen. Amen. Come on. There we go. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Down in the river. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, well, we'll be right back. I yeah. need break and then Rapture Ready News. Wow. Good morning. It's great to be here. Don't know how I got here so fast. Probably New York or something. But I'm on here. The Wish.com version of Christopher Walken here on the More Podcast. We'll be right back. You didn't know why you were gone. We had so many star-studded uh, people calling yeah, exactly. in. Exactly. Wow. We, we got them all now. Hmm. Uh, hey, listen, Ziggy Soprano, nice. um, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. I mean, he, we, we do them all here. Dude, he was so cool. I didn't mm. get to see Bumblebee, but... <laughs> get rapture ready with your favorite host today, Pastor Gary and Pastor Alex Norton, as they come to you with information that you need to make it through the times coming ahead. And more. Sounds something like Ziggy Soprano would sing, you know, if you had a chance in Las Vegas. I'm really hoping the guy makes a comeback. I mean, dude, I think he's gonna blow up. Starlight Lounge. He's gonna go Joe viral. Song, he's gonna go viral should. on TikTok or something like that. I think it should. You know, and and shout out to his wife Molly. Um, you know, because you want to uh, hear him on the podcast all the time. I mean, this is why we're doing this to try to help you. True. You know, make it through your week. So, because we love you, and we we really want to make sure that you have a good week. Uh, okay, so the Rapture Ready News, um, guess what? Uh, Target's back in the news again Uh-oh. with another dumb thing. Um, Target hasn't shown any indication that it's going to tone down its Pride Month displays in 2024. Oh, According okay. to Consumers Research Executive Director Will Hild says given their instances uh, on continuing to sell products with the uh, alphabet soup uh, propaganda aimed at children, I would not be surprised to see Target ignore all of the feedback that they got from consumers this past year. Hill told Fox uh, News Digital. Uh, the recent news that uh, Target has released a line of Alphabet Soup Christmas products and apparel is more of the same from the CEO. Hill continued, it's unfortunate that they haven't learned their lesson. The market has clearly punished them. If you look at their stock price and their sales, they are tanking. And yet they don't seem to be learning any of the lessons of this time period. Unlike many other companies that have toned down the woke politics in their stores, including Walmart, Target refuses to change it. And I guess that's true because my one of my sister-in-laws went to a Target. She goes to Target in Wisconsin and she took a picture for us and in the front, you know, you walk in there, the five dollar stuff, it just jam packed, mm. jam packed with this stuff. It's ridiculous. Mm. Uh, so again, you know, well, you can't uh, fix stupid, not even with duct tape. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard me mention it. I think it was in the first service just us last week that uh, Hallmark has their uh, Disney's haunted mansion Christmas tree ornaments, uh, oh, so yeah. that you can have a Christmas tea tree uh, devoted to um, evil. There you go. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No joke. We got the advertisement in the in the um, in the mail. That is. Why would you want that? Exactly. So some I people thought, really like spooky season. Yeah. That's well, just they really tell you. You know, have spooky season some other time, not on Christmas. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Although I confession confession time for me, um, I Uh-oh. did see a tree that was made into Darth Vader, and I was tempted to try yeah, to talk my wife into don't, it. Don't. Even though the dark side has cookies <laughs> and cool trees. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, <laughs> let's obviously got shot down. Mm-hmm. So, hey, oh, uh, this is a news report. Uh, breaking news. Breaking For news. Everybody has been wanting to know if it happened. Um, I was given, uh, well, to use a bow and arrow to shoot a lead line over my Christmas tree that's like 90 feet tall. And so I could run lights up there. Mm. And my first attempts did not work because I was using bolt boat uh, line which is too heavy for an arrow yes mm-hmm. so i went and got a mason's uh rope or line you know to mark off for masons yeah and i shot it over <laughs> it's over it so now uh, as soon as i get home when it's daylight when i can do it yeah. you did that in the dark i did that in the dark nice and nice. it shot over and so now i just need to run my lights up 
on the on the line up to the top and then start wrapping it around. Do the twirly twirly. Yes. Wow. And my Where wife, did you did you get this off YouTube? How did you learn this? Um, it started out with a redneck idea. That's usually where it starts for me. Okay. And then I started talking to people that know how to use bow and arrows and you weren't here. So mm-hmm. obviously I didn't have you to talk to. Yep. So I referred to Dave Batchelor and, um, it's a good choice. Um, uh, Mark, oh, I can't think of his last Smith? name. Smith. Yes. Uh, Mark Smith gave me his daughter's <laughs> bow and arrow. <laughs> he's like, this might work for you. Okay. Because you're not familiar with a bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. There you go. And he's like, I don't know if it's going to work, but here you go. And, you know, it, it took me a while because I kept going out there shooting it and it only goes so far because the rope's too too heavy. Right. Okay. Then I finally got it. And nice. uh, so last night was a victory lap for me. Mm-hmm. And I went inside to tell my wife and she was snoring on the couch. Oh. And I was like, it was wasted. That's okay. Yeah. Just surprise her when you turn the lights on at night and they're bam. It's going to, yeah. We're yeah. here to celebrate with you, Alex. <laughs> there you go. So you got, you know, the lighting of the tree in, uh, you know, New York City and. It's going to be a Christmas miracle. There we go. I have Norton's literally a, Christmas. a thousand fifty lights I got last year from Lowe's. Oh, this and they're on like sale like 80, 80% off. Nice. Yeah. Heck yeah. So I'm like, that tree, there's going to be gonna, lit. Yeah, they're going to see it from the <laughs> Does it have a letter of authenticity inside the, the box, like made from real Chinese Christian <laughs> yeah, <right>? prisoners? <laughs> there you go. These are made by your favorite sweatshop workers. Thank you. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, I don't um, know. They're LED lights or something. I'm pretty sure they are. But they should work. But they're bigger bulbs. Yes. Yeah. So basically, this is going to be like the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be bright as all get out. It's going to be good. And (laughs) my wife's going to kill me for the electrical bill. But it's Wait till she's napping and then do it. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Amy. I was like, here, here's some NyQuil. Go to bed. She'll be like sleeping. All of a sudden, she hears a hum. And she'll wake up. And it's the meter running. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, what is going on in here? Lights are flickering. What is that it's smelling hot in here. Sound. Don't worry about it. It's just the electrical meter. <laughs> the neighbor's lights are going on and off. The bearing's going out on the meter. That would happen in my neck of the woods because we're all on some sort of weird, you know, squirrel runs the power system. So okay. I'm not sure. Squirrel? Yeah, it's a squirrel. <laughs> oh, well, that's my nuts. <laughs> I got you that one. Gotcha. Discover the magic of transforming spaces with Sean Meyer Construction. From visionary designs to impeccable craftsmanship, we're your partner in creating remarkable homes. If you're looking for a contractor to do the right thing at the right time for the right price, let him build your dream together. Contact Sean Meyer Construction. So uh, Linda Murray won the big prize again. Oh, nice. We, I'm waiting for you to come back because basically, you know, uh, Mandy Garber put me on a spending limit until you got back for the podcast. So we got to get some swag together. Okay. And so I've been like giving out like, I have a, reams of paper. Now, and, that, now that Ben has gotten the one and only more hat. Yeah. Now we're going to be moving on to, you know, the new season of more hats. And so we'll get some hats in here. We, yeah, we got to do something because uh, yeah. apparently, you know, what I've been giving out, you know, I'm like, had my wife make somebody some peanut butter and jelly sandwiches that that went in nice. pretty good and yeah so it's been okay, okay. but I, i'm like i gotta wait for money bags to get back here because i don't have mm-hmm. i don't have that in my budget so welcome yeah. back pocketbook there we go welcome back pocket. <laughs> pastor pocketbook i gotta be respectful pastor pocketbook my pastor pocketbook do not forget it um okay so the uh big question was given uh, that's linda murray but if you want to be a part of this next uh harbor light bible trivia question uh, all you had to do is send it to harbor light bible trivia gmail.com harbor light bible trivia gmail.com all lowercase and uh we had one from last week which we uh put out there which was about something it was what animal pants after the water brooks and the answer was uh, the deer. Oh, th- that was the deer. The deer. Okay. I was thinking about a lot of different animals, raccoon, or but that wouldn't right. be in the Bible. Yeah. I mean, it might have been a lynx. <laughs> <laughs> and we were doing the King James Version, the Pantatheth. Or, the Pantatheth <laughs> of the Waterth. I was doing the Monty, Monty Python one. <laughs> was it? Oh, what it animal pants out of the water, brooketh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the question and we had a lot of people write in actually gave the reference in the scripture oh, and yeah. psalms yeah so it was good we used to sing that song at harbor light uh, that's As what we hear yeah. for the water so my yeah. soul longeth after thee mm-hmm. 
It yeah. was uh, an altar call song that was used m- many, many times, mm-hmm. you know? And then you just ke- you keep looping it, you know? Yep. And then the praise team's like, where, is it, where are we at now in this song? You know, just keep yeah, singing yeah, yeah. the same song over and over again. It's kind of uh, like, how great is our God? <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, but... Pastor Matt said he was having PTSD when he read the read the question because he knew the answer. And I'm like, well, yeah, we all yeah. have it. We all have those moments where a song will come back to us and we're like, he had an eye twitch the rest of the show, though. He did, yeah. <laughs> kind of threw him off his game. He was uh, having a problem with it coming to so Bible talk. So the S in the PTSD stand for service, post-traumatic service disorder? You've been a part of a service where you had to... That's a Christian version. Okay. Yeah, that's a Christian yeah, version. Yeah. yeah. And if you have that. So uh, we have a Bible trivia question for this week. And because our Bible trivia man is back, Pastor Gary, what do we have? All right. We're going to jump over to the New Testament connected with the series that we're in right now. All right. You know, Christmas according to. And um, and, and that is um, how old... Um, did Herod have all of the little baby boys killed in oh. Bethlehem? So it's called the uh, Massacre of the Innocents. Oh my! And gosh. Um, so, what was the age? Every you know, every every little boy this age and under, and yeah. and then the bonus would be why that age? Why? Why, that why age? was it that age? Oh, okay. Ooh, that's good. Oh, that is a good one. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So it's a number response and a reason response. Oh, this is going to be good. Okay. It's like a multiple choice. This is going to be some research. Well, you know, Pastor Amy did throw the gauntlet out last time. She said, we got to up, up the ante on these questions. Okay. She said it to us, and we're like, okay, well, we'll work on it. Okay. So that is definitely up the ante on that one. That's good. Uh-huh. So you need to know the age. Yep. Yes. And, and the reason why. The reason why yep. that age is important. Mm-hmm. And well, if you have the answer, send it to harborlivebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebiblebibl
that's to snap you back to that event. What happened that at that event? Well, God did something amazing yeah. uh, with the fact that Abraham and um, and his wife Sarah are going to have a baby, uh, but also that God's going to be doing something brand new with mankind. Okay, yeah. so that now you're supposed to parallel those thoughts over to what's happening now with Zechariah, Elizabeth, Mary, Joseph. You know, God is going to be doing something brand new with mm-hmm. mankind, and so He yeah. moves upon an old man, an old woman who is barren, so that she can have a child. And of course, that child is going to be John the Baptist, who is going to be the forerunner or the one that prepares the way for people's hearts to be able to receive Jesus and His message. So, your those that story is to parallel what took place uh, back in Genesis. That, awesome. uh, yeah, that's, it was really good. I, I, a lot of people really enjoyed the topic. I remember, uh, people talking about it afterwards. I don't know uh, about your small group and our small group. We talked about it a little bit before we got into James, but, um, you know, it's interesting that, uh, you know, angels, when we see them interact with humans, isn't it interesting that one of the first things that happens is they get really nervous. Yes. Uh, it's like, okay, bro, chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa. Okay, take a deep breath. Okay, we're good. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think that, I mean, I mean, just the obvious question, do you think they're that scary? I don't know if they're that scary, but I think they have a, um, they, they can appear, as we've yeah. seen in the story, they can appear with a radiance mm-hmm. uh, and a bright mm-hmm. light. Yeah. Um, and of course, we know from scripture that, um, Angels are bigger than we are, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes just the intimidation factor of the fact that you've got a up to nine foot tall wasn't there um, being yeah wasn't so, there I mean, a guy in the I think it was the Old Testament who uh, wrestled an angel yes yes Jacob and he wrestles Jacob. yeah. Oh, you get some theological yeah. points on that one. Yeah. Bible bucks for you, buddy. Thank very, you. Very yeah. very important, and I appreciate the yeah. question. And uh, it's a capital A for angel, and yeah. so it's um, most likely that uh, Jacob wrestles against the precarnate Jesus. And in the uh, 50 cent word there is a theophany. Yes. Theophany? A theophany. Wow. It's like an, it's an a- ASMR. A theophany. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, that's awesome. I didn't, I don't, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. And, and therefore Jesus and Jacob wrestle. Right. And uh, Jesus puts his hip out, of course. Right. Of course. And Jacob, a couple, has his name changed to Israel, which is a perfect yeah. segue right into what mm-hmm. we're talking about now. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so the angel is the messenger giver and yeah. the the announcer of this great, incredible thing that God is doing. And um, one of our big points, uh, the the perspective that I want you to pick up on is the fact that angels had only known Jesus mm-hmm. as creator because they're created right. being by Jesus. So yeah. they've known him, only known him as creator, awesome, incredible, all-knowing, all-powerful, ever-present God. Yeah. And now they're going to see him being born as a baby. Yeah. And just you know, mind blown. It's like, oh, hey, or I the angels physically right. see you. Yeah, the, the, and they're like, what is going on here? Why would God, right, you know, yeah. why would God become a human? Why would God become a human baby even yeah, and more right. extreme? That expl- explanation explains perfectly now that he, we mentioned it, the whole um, army of angels celebrating mm-hmm. in Praising Jesus. Yeah. They're, they're, that, that explains everything. Now. They're like, oh my yeah. gosh, look at how great God is, right? Yeah. And I'm sure there's a there's a portion of their, um, because they have intellect, you know, they think, yeah, oh, yeah. they can think. Oh, yeah. they're, they're like, hey, look, we have no opportunity for redemption. So, you know, angels are created with free will like we have, but yeah. they have mm-hmm. no way to be redeemed. Right. Because yeah. God right. never became an angel. Right. right? Yeah. Jesus never became an angel. Jesus became a human. And he, they are celebrating with us the fact that we can be redeemed. Yeah. So right. just just a lot of really big perspective that many people just kind of brush past quickly, you know, yeah. the number of times that they've done the Christmas season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I really wanted to, you know, just kind of slow down a little bit and get, let's get some pr- perspective of different uh, people who are beings that are a part of the story. Yeah, that definitely yeah. gave me perspective. Yeah, it does. Because like, it, it, it's just like, oh, yeah, cool. I read it. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. The angels are celebrating. Whoop, whoop, Jesus is born. Yeah. And then now that I have that perspective, it's like, that changes a lot. Yeah, and, and I tried my best at the beginning of the talk to ask the question: Have you ever had someone uh, take a step in a humble position? You know, step down from an area of authority or step down from some some gift or talent that mm-hmm. they've had to serve someone else? And I gave that story about uh, uh, Mr. College. McKinley, or, uh, Mr. Uh, McKin, uh, McKinsey, McQuinlan, I think Mc- is what it was. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Robertson McQuinlan, and um, you know, I, I think that I think I wanted people to be able to connect with this idea that. Yeah. You know, when we see someone take a humble position to serve someone else, how inspiring that can be. Yeah. Can you imagine the angels seeing Jesus taking this enormous step um, down yeah. to, mm-hmm. to humanity? What is a big and, deal? And then, you know, Huge. from from a pastor's perspective and one that in which I've had many conversations, he gave up his divine privileges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You know, he was 100% God, 
but he's 100% man, but he's given up his divine privileges. Mm -hmm. So everything he does and experiences here as a human is what you and I go through. And that's yeah. obviously right from the book of you know Hebrews, that yeah. we have a high priest mm -hmm. who can totally have connect with our difficulties, our temptations, yeah. our struggles, yeah. because he gave up his divine privileges. That's that's yeah, the perfect yeah. rabbi in human form. Yes. Pretty much. Yeah. Perfect yeah. example of, of what he's been saying all along shows up, and there he is now saying it in the yeah. flesh. You didn't get me before, but now you're going to get me. Now you're going to get it all. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's interesting. If you read Hebrews chapter 1 and 2, it really talks about that, that interesting um, sort of behind the scenes of what the angels were experiencing, how they experienced what was happening there. It, it, it is confusing to think that God would go out of his way to do that for us. Mm -hmm. um, in a sense, a lower life form, you know, compared to what the angels are. You know, God, God's perspective, of course, he sees the beginning from the end and the end from the beginning. So he's outside of time. Mm -hmm. So yeah. he already knows, he's already seen, he's already been, you know, this is beyond our capabilities. Yeah. But the angels, they are not, you know, infinite in that way. And so they're learning as it's going along and they're, they're celebrating, you know, mind blown experiences as they're going along, delivering these messages. And they're pretty excited to be yeah. able to do it. So, you know, what's interesting is that, uh, you started talking about some of the things that angels are trying to help us understand the idea of what an angel is. Um, they, they do apparently have hierarchy yes. because the people that showed up to, or the angels that showed up to Mary and Joseph were not just the run of the male angels. They were the archangels. Archangels. archangels yeah. 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 So we have archangels, you have seraphim and we have, uh, um, cherubim, cherubim. Those are the three yeah. major, but then we have these creatures that have been created to worship. And I, you know, I don't know if we get to count them as angels or not, but you know, the four headed creatures that are before mm -hmm. the throne and worshiping, uh, you know, I don't, th that would be fallen angels, uh, yeah. having, yeah. having yeah. Uh, human babies with, you know, a yeah, whole yeah, other yeah. Subject for another day, but yeah. thank you. Topic. There's another gospel book for trying. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, but but yes. So um, PLB. When you use the word armies, yeah. Um, and then when you look in scripture where it says, you know, there are uh, spiritual beings over high places, the heavenly realms, right? Those are all different rankings. Yeah. And so you have angels with rank, and angels with requirements and responsibilities. Yeah. And there are head angels and angels in charge of things and angels that are not in charge of things. And that can take you over to C.S. Lewis's, you know, uh, book. Yeah. The Screwtape Letters. Gives you from the other perspective, of course. But there are there are different divisions. And, yeah. and, and then, of course, we went to Daniel chapter 10 where you know the the angel shows up and talks to daniel says hey on the first day of your prayer 21 days ago we yeah. got the prayer yeah. but i was held up because the demon or the the spirit prince over persia yeah which would be iran right yeah that he, it kept me from being able to make it through until i brought michael to do that fighting so i could you know get through like, yeah i, I got so he's get, my I he's the full he's, he's the full black fullback and he just put a block on and now i got around <laughs> now i made it down here to where you are so yes great question yeah. there are ranks and responsibilities that come along with mm -hmm. angels that's pretty cool i like that um so uh when we talk about you just mentioned some of the cultural de depictions that have happened out through uh history we saw with abraham uh jacob mentioned mm -hmm. by our resident theologian over here, Mike, yes. Mike Britton. Um, loosely, loosely <laughs> theologian. <laughs> loosely. And uh, so then we see them showing up uh, in front of the shepherds, which is important to the Christmas story. Yes. Mary and Joseph. Um, do we see them uh, show up any other time in the Christmas story? Yes. We got the Zacharias. So that's the four big ones that we mm -hmm. covered on Sunday. But then you get the two bonus ones. And that is when Joseph is told to escape to Egypt. Okay, yeah. And then Herod perishes, and then he's told it's okay to go back. But um, so those are the two bonus ones connected to the story. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so then he, he comes back, but he's a little nervous. He does take, you know, he does get up and move his family back to Israel, but he moves to Nar Nazareth Yeah, just because uh, Bethlehem probably wasn't still <laughs> on the super safe side. Yeah, so. right. You don't want to go back there. Huh. Um, so you did get into this concept of uh, guardian angels and angels that help. Yes, and uh, explain that to us because we, we talked about that from some length in the in service. Yeah, so um, it's it's a pretty well known um, idea amongst Christians that we all have been assigned an angel as a guardian angel, and this is found in Ma um, Psalm ninety one verses eleven, mm -hmm. right? That he's going to put in charge angels to watch over us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you have these watching angels or these guardian angels. Yeah. Now, um, most people are under the assumption that you have one, right? Yeah. But the word is plural. So you may have more than one guardian angel. Okay. Yeah. And um, 
If you're like me, you know, got knowing, yeah. knowing the guy sitting at the table here, he's probably got four or five. <laughs> yeah, he's got because a whole, he needs a lot. He's got a plan. They've been working yeah. overtime too. <laughs> <laughs> Holy biscuits! <laughs> yeah. So you have a guardian angel from Scripture. We can see that um, that they've been assigned to us to guard and watch over us. Um, and it actually even goes on to something that uh, Lucifer quoted to Jesus and the temptation that they will not let your foot be uh, hit a stone. You're not going to get hurt. Yeah. That's huh. from that passage. Okay, yeah. yeah. But it isn't written just to Jesus. That passage is written about us. Yeah. So, what I mean, what are some of the expectations? You brought some of them up on Sunday. Uh, just real life experiences that you've had. Oh, yeah. Gosh. With angels being we, involved in we could. Life. I'm sure we could have filled the, the whole afternoon with people sharing oh, uh, yeah. angelic. You know, I've prayed and had my keys brought back and those kind of things m- multiple times. Yeah. But... Um, I've had um, I've had dreams where I've had um, angels deliver messages so that I could uh, give direction for our church, but um, but I've had my children uh, one time were rescued by two angels. They were up in uh, the Straits of Mackinac mm-hmm. um, with some friends. The friends weren't paying super close attention, and so my uh, children, who were quite young at the time, probably uh, five, six, seven years old, yeah, uh, they went onto a raft and got sucked out into the towards the Straits of Mackinac. Oh my goodness! And um, all of a sudden, two men yeah from a boat that just came from nowhere yeah um stopped and got our children back up onto onto shore and when wow. we turned around to thank them they were gone yeah so um um i had my daughter um see wow. an angel go That's to awesome, um the apartment above our um and she was only about three three years old maybe at the time yeah. and she was mm-hmm. able to describe very very accurately what an angel looks like yeah um and wow. so we actually went up in the the door was actually ajar to the um the apartment above but there was no one in there so we're just going to believe that that angel went up to shut the gas off or whatever it might be. Yeah, whatever it was. And yeah. Um, so yeah, multiple experiences. Um, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, just to, just the other day, I had one of my grandsons riding his four wheeler in the front yard, and he came zooming back to us, and he was just like, just filled with um, with excitement. He yeah. had just seen Jesus standing at the end of the driveway. Oh, that's cool. And um, so mm. the first question we always ask is, well, what did he say to you? What did yeah. what was it? And he said he didn't really say anything, but he just kind of gave me the wink that everything was good. So, wow, that's uh, awesome. an amazing experience. And uh, so I think if you have, you know, uh, an angel appearance or anything like that, um, usually there's the Lord's up to doing something good in your life and be prepared. Yeah. Just, just as we are looking in this story. So the angel shows up, Zachariah, Mary, Joseph, hey, something yeah. great's going to happen in your life and just wants to prepare you so that your your eyes wide open approach to life coming up. Uh, yeah, I was, I was thinking of when I was telling my, my wife about this one, uh, when my dad was still, uh, pastoring in East Jordan, there was, um, uh, a guy that showed up and him and his wife were having problems and he showed up with a gun and he was out in the parking lot waiting after church to take his wife home. And he pointed the gun at my wife and all of a sudden this big old RV pulls into the, into the parking lot of the church. And I remember this cause I was like nine years old and, uh, pulls into the church and steps out and starts uh, talking to my dad and then sees the guy and starts talking to the guy and and I don't know what they said because I wasn't a part of that my my mom was we were in the church and uh, they just kept talking and eventually the guy gets back in his car and takes off the husband and the wife she gets on her car and takes off but uh, my dad was talking to him I remember giving him a hug you know the guy gave him a hug and then the RV turned around and was just sitting there and we turned around as my dad was walking in looked it back out there and the RV this big RV is gone yeah. Hmm. We had no idea where, and there's no way the RV took off out of the parking lot. Right. And we're still like, that had to be something. And, and everybody was like, yeah, it was, it was probably an angel working that situation. One time I was on uh, vacation, I was standing at a gas station pumping gas. I'm just, you know, minding my own business, standing there waiting for the fuel tank to fill up. And a car pulls off the road, you know, like not, not coming off the road crazy, but just pulls, pulls in, yeah. pulls right up to me, gets out and says, there's a radiance about you and the Lord's presence is with you. And he's very proud of you. And, uh, and there's a joy upon you that is evident. And they got in their car and drove away. They're huh. like, what? That is no joke. Yeah. Dang. So I think an angel just gave me some encouragement yeah. that the Lord's with me and everything's going good and that, that, that people can see or sense the Lord's presence in my life. Yeah. Can you imagine that? That'd be really cool. <laughs> they just awesome. literally just pulled up, said the word, got back in their car and drove away like it. Yeah. And like, like a uh, normal day. Oh, okay. he does that every day. Okay. Yeah. All right. Do you remember what kind of car it was? No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of man, some nope. some angels pulling up in a Ferrari, man, just like right there. Yeah, um, Fiero, <laughs> or a Gremlin. Yeah, Gremlin. Yeah, hatchback there. Firebird. <laughs> um. So you know, talking about the the symbolic meanings. What do you? Why do you think that um, God uses angels in that way? I mean, you know, that's a 
you know, I don't even know how far I can go down on this this pathway, but I asked that question in my preparations. Yeah. Okay, so if we have this all-knowing, all-powerful, ever-present God, why does he even need help? Yeah. Right? Can he just take care of everything on his own? Right. And um, so that's a big question, a really big question. And as I started to dig into it, um, I realized that, you know, the angels were created on the second or the third day of creation. Mm-hmm. Okay, all created at one time. Every every angel ever created was created at that time. And then um, God did that. They have free will. Mm-hmm. They can't be redeemed. It's a part of, it's a part of the recipe that needed to be created so that we could have... Um, so we could have redemption mm-hmm. and that we could have free will. Yeah. And so they, they re, you know, a third of the angels reject God mm-hmm. and um, follow Lucifer out. Mm-hmm. And now you've got all of the recipe for evil, yeah. rebellion, and redemption. Right. And so these beings are created to worship God, to minister to us, to be warriors and, and um, messengers. All of those are a part of the big overall plan. Yeah. And so God uses angels because they have a duty and a responsibility that to help him carry out and exercise his plans on this earth and to minister to us when we need it most. But it's also connected to the bigger story of free will, yeah. rejection yeah. and redemption. So it's a big it's a big question. Something you couldn't probably tackle on a Sunday morning and right. Yeah, I mean it's a huge subject yeah. uh, to talk about. I mean uh, there's so much involved with it and you know, over history, you know, uh, outside of the text, you, you get historical writings of some of the early church fathers about it. I mean, there's just so much involved with the topic that you're like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, God uh, instituted a major part of his plan through them. And, you know, the, they're really important to us for a lot of reasons, like you mentioned. I mean, they, they're they the messengers for what God needs to do a lot of times. It's, like you said, God could do it himself, but he, for whatever reason, in his own right God mind, he mm-hmm. created this. Yeah this uh, opportunity and pathway. Um, you know, I, I, I hear people talking about, you know, angels and, and experiences like we just talked about, mm-hmm. and it does seem sort of hard to believe, but that, I, I guess that goes along with the whole process of faith, you know, believing that, okay, if I believe that Jesus did what he did, mm-hmm. then Jesus also instituted this aspect of it. And regardless if I can put my finger on it or try to analyze it to the point where I understand it, it just, it's not going to happen. Right. 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 Until yeah. we go to be with him in glory and figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a lot of wonderful surprises when we get there. Yeah, it all comes together. It's going to be pretty th- cool. Yeah, it is. I think that um, I just love that we have a God that you can't put in a box, right? And He's going to do stuff. You know, look at what He says in uh, Job at the end of Job. He sits down with Job and says, "Job, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Where were yeah. you when I put the when they put put the angels in place? Yeah. Where were you when I created this animal and that animal that I did? You know, I created a bird that doesn't fly, and I created." The platypus, and I created. Yeah, right. I was going to say the platypus yeah. too. You know why? Just what because you? I could. Yeah, that was literally his answer. Exactly. Just because I could. Yeah, and you know, God created angels just because He could, just because He wanted to. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. Uh, now you mentioned uh, briefly some of the interesting, um, I don't know, interpretations and debates that are happening in the church about angels. Yeah, one of the things you brought up was it was very poignant uh, about how people consider angels and what they are. Mm-hmm. And what did you say about that? <laughs> well, I have to, is it the announcement I make at every funeral? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That when people die, they don't become angels. Yeah. Okay, there's this little nursery rhyme, fairy tale kind of idea yeah, that when I was going to ask die, about that because I yeah, was like, if a gr- mommy if a, went to go be an angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, that's, what? that's not accurate. Um, that is not what, it's not what happens. Okay. Now, yeah. here's, here's two pathways, and you and I have talked about this maybe when we weren't on the air. Um, in Protestant movement, yeah, we understand angels are a part of God's plan and right. they're involved in those kind of things. But because yep. humans can get tripped up so easily, we tend to avoid focusing too much on angels, right? right we, don't, yeah, yeah. we don't worship them. We don't pray to them. Even when we ask for help from God, we say, God, send an angel to help me. I don't pray to the angel. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. I had a person come in my office yesterday, a podcast listener, and we talked through some of these things. Yeah. They felt very encouraged that now they can ask God to have an angel help them. Um, and then, then let's say we jump out of Protestantism uh, background and we move over to the Catholic background. Yeah. The Catholics would lean in a little bit more towards the angels yeah. and maybe talk to them a little more and maybe occasionally a prayer would go up to them. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not too sure. So I see that um, I see that there's a it's a fine line and and it's difficult for us to walk it. And I think yeah. as we you know fall into that Protestant background, we tend to avoid the subject. Yeah. And I just really wanted to encourage people that we don't have to be afraid of it. We have to be wise. Yeah. Um, but here's a part of our walk with Christ that hasn't. We haven't been tapping into very well. Yeah. 
So yeah, what yeah. is it? And uh, Paul talks to the Colossians, and he says that uh, you know don't don't worship the angels. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. Not, yeah. not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did that Hebrews uh, Hebrews one uh, verse fourteen. Let me let me see if I can yeah. find it right quick here. Um, Hebrews one fourteen is the the most poignant uh, verse on um, our interaction or what you know angels are for and. Um, so this is what it says. It says uh, in verse 14, and God never said to the angels. Mm-hmm. So that's important because yeah. it means they're not they're not human. So right? sit in this place in honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies and make them a footstool under your feet. So he never said it to the angels. Right, yeah. Okay? He said, therefore, to the angels are only servants, spirits yeah. Yeah. sent for the care of people who will inherit salvation. So mm-hmm. angels are here to minister to us. That's yeah. why they are created. And, um, and so they're... Created higher than we are, right? But drastically different than we are. Yeah, and then, well, like you mentioned in Revelation, someday we will be higher than the angels. I, I yeah. had, yeah, I had someone ask me this question on Sunday. So you know that passage that says that we're going to judge angels, mm-hmm. okay? And they're like, "What does that all mean?" Well, the word angels and demons, because demons are fallen angels. Mm-hmm. We, oh. There is a good time we're going to okay. judge demons, mm-hmm. not angels, because angels don't need to be yeah, judged. They didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. Okay, there right. you go. But yeah. we will. We will judge mm-hmm. demons who were actually created higher than us, but fell much lower than us. Right. right. Yeah. So we'll have that that authority at some point, but uh, yeah, it'd be it's interesting, but that will come after we've been yeah. trans translated and been transcended, transcended, translated. It's probably right before the great, yeah. yeah before the great white throne judgment. Yeah. Before yeah. The, you know the final judgment of judgments made better. Which is also crazy because I had a conversation with this person in my office yesterday. So, and we start talking about angels, then you jump over to Genesis chapter six, and you know the sons of God, which means angels or demons. Yeah, saw the daughters of men, and they had children with them. And then you mentioned the name of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know those angels. It says have been put in everlasting chains and held to the very end yeah. of judgment. So they fell so far that they were they've been judged and held yeah. to where they're going in the lake. Like they're already there. Yeah. There's no hope. They can't get out. No, right. no hope for them. There's yeah. What was that, coming back from that one? What was that word that pays today that you mentioned? That that one? Yeah. Nephilim. Oh, there it is. The word that pays today. Mm-hmm. The word that pays today is the phrase Nephilim. that pays. <laughs> Here in more podcasts. So my wife and I just read a book uh, recently um, on that one subject. The entire book was dedicated to that subject. So it was yeah. quite fascinating. It is. Yeah, it is a fascinating subject. There's a lot of things out there. Um you know, uh, you can get caught in the weeds with that stuff too. I mean, yeah, my, yeah. my wife, uh, my wife and I were talking to somebody yesterday about it, and they're working on getting school done. And I'm like, yeah. the Bible is not necessarily a historical timeline; it's a redemption timeline, which is different. So it talks about redemption. The whole purpose of the Bible is to talk from beginning redemption to when we find ourselves on the cross. Yeah. Um, historically, there is good pieces of information that we can tie into, but it doesn't tell us the whole story. There's not, there's not the whole story there. There's pieces that God left out for that reason, because mm-hmm. as a human race, we get caught up in the weeds. We get caught up in these little subjects yep. and we're like, oh, this is um, yeah. Yeah. almost like the song we just did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> house plants, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Instead of conducting experiments on your house plants to see if they like rock music or church yeah. music, why don't you go across the fence and talk to your neighbor? Right. Yeah. Right. right. So do, that's the do whole the, point. Do the main thing. The main thing. Yeah. Isn't that amazing how mm-hmm. God just worked that whole thing out right yeah. into this thing? That's awesome. Well, and that's why it's good the Holy Spirit was putting the book together. Yeah, he'd be like, let's spend a little more chapters on this subject right here. And the Holy Spirit's up here like, oh my gosh, you missed a period there, a comma there. (laughs) The heck? Yeah. So I think think you're exactly right. You know, but then as you, a a Bible scholar and student of the Bible is going to pick up little references. We have references in Jude and references in other location that tie in uh, lots of this information, but it's not necessarily all spelled out in one particular place. We'll get to know yeah. that information later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paul said it's like a, a veil or a tent that covers what? our our eyes from seeing what we need to see. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it a veil? The uh, veil sounds good. Yeah. I'm gonna go with the veil. Yeah, yeah. That's that's my. Uh, you don't think it's hypothesis? A, uh, oh, okay. Well, thank you, theologian Mike. <laughs> I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Part time. Uh, do you, okay. So next week we got another another facet of the Christmas story they're going to be bringing out. There what we go. That? There yeah, we go. We're jumping into um, Herod, King Herod, his yeah. role in the story. Ooh, kind boy. of, uh, for for you, Pastor Alex, it would be the Darth Vader yeah, of the yeah, story. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so... So we got... Uh, we go. But, we got but there's a lot of information about him that people don't realize. 
yeah. that I'm going to be able to talk about. And uh, we're going to contrast them with the wise men. So it'll be kind of a fun contrast message. So you got, because they interact with each oh, other. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, fun yeah. to be able to contrast Herod and the wise men. Yeah, he was not a good guy. He's not a good guy, but there's some inf- information in there you might be surprised by. Yeah, part of the Endomian Herodian Empire. Hey, you bad man. Yeah, not good. Not good no, at all. Bueno. Yeah. All right. Well, so next week, Herod's coming up, and uh, we just talked about angels. Uh, definitely uh, listen to that sermon again if you had more questions, because you did. Pastor Gary did talk about a lot of things in that sermon. Um, but uh, Herod be coming next week, and then um, two more weeks, you got what's after Herod? Do you, do you have um, that? Uh, Herod, um, I can't remember exactly, but we, we get into um, the people of Bethlehem and yes. the innkeeper. Um, we're going to contrast uh, some some of that kind of stuff. We're going to contrast. Uh, then we, we end up with the, the actual family of Mary. You know, yeah. Christmas yeah, Eve yeah. will be about Mary. Yeah. And um, I, I'm going to try to find somebody to do. Mary, did you know? Oh, I knew it was would, coming. You, I knew, do, yeah. do you think oh, we should? Neil. You need to. Yeah, you need to. Neil I'm Britton. Do you think he can do it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we had to see if we can get Neil Britton. Your baby boy. So, yeah. so I think it would be really fun to have that on Christmas Eve as the Christmas Eve Oh, yeah, you've songs. got to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and, loves Christmas songs. He's, he's yeah. probably listened to that song since July. Let's not talk. You okay. know what? Did we tell you about <laughs> Neil? We found I, out. I've heard a little bit. I love and respect that man so much. Um, but? But nothing surprises me. Okay. Okay, okay. Well, we, oh, that wasn't bad. We didn't, we didn't say anything that I think would be, be bad because we told him. Yeah. And, you know, but he would he give up fit, football. Over a lifetime, he would watch a lifetime movie over football, Christmas Hallmark movie during the Super Bowl. Yeah, and it, the the ladies or the people who were watching the Hallmark movie and was in the house, and then the guys were watching the Super Bowl in the garage. He would, and I said that my dad would probably more than likely choose the Christmas Hallmark movie because it's gonna have a good ending. The Super yeah, Bowl is not gonna always. Yeah, have no, a good I, I just I talked to him about it. I'm Which like, hopefully, knock yeah. on wood, line. and there's never any kind of a you know malfunction of the. Suits that's or true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. true. I know. I, I told him, I said, when I look at you as a man's man, and then this happens. But I can't really talk right now because my wife is really happy with me because my heart has grown two sizes this Christmas. <gasps> it has, yeah. I have. You got it at the butter art. I did. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been listening to nonstop Christmas music, Christmas music did you, in the car and watch a Christmas movie. Well, that's so did time. you notice what was happening to me yesterday at the staff meeting? Yeah. You're I t- mean, about three or four times I got like all teary eyed. I know. It was kind of What crazy. is happening? I don't know. I get soft in my days. It's the Christmas. It's the oh, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> your heart, your heart's growing. My heart was growing. I, I don't know. I, for a long time, Christmas was a hard thing for me because I always had to work through it for six weeks, getting ready for, you know, bowling and stuff. So Christmas was not fun for me. Right. And yeah. so I told my wife, oh, yeah. it took me about three years to get that out of my system to mm-hmm. where I can finally just kind of enjoy Christmas season. So I think I'm there now. Okay. Nice. Good. Good. So, well, uh, that's all we got today. So uh, we'll see you back next week. Pastor Gary, it's good to have you back in the Thank house. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for having me back. And it was good to have Michael here in the studio. Good to be here. Us. Mike has been kind of like my co-pilot the whole time, man. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I keep uh, calling him to come on because he keeps me, keeps me humble. There you go. I appreciate him. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next week. We want you to know. Find, discover, change with us. More podcast ending transmission. Now.